he would sit in the corner and he would read and he was silent and he was uh, for all intents and purposes supposedly a monk and I was so I left him alone and he left me alone he ignored me a monk. and um, uh, I didn't speak with him years, because year, I figured that's what you do period. with people who are monks is you don't know, talk to them especially if they're choosing to be silent I, lousy. Yeah, I, didn't really I went on the for a long time monk. I'd see him every evening <laughs> in the kitchen reading in the corner and uh, I ignored uh, him and he ignored me so, uh, but at least I didn't antagonize but any actually, women he I mean I was pretty good later. partly because i was silent interested in me that whole time and also because I, I just couldn't get involved in something i knew i couldn't finish you know um although there was this very peculiar incident that happened where he i was in the farmhouse kitchen so, yeah I was having a conversation so this girl, with another and uh person my mind and um that woman's trouble I had absolutely nothing to do with her which for I didn't nine appreciate. months. That was quite and easy wrote on when his board something like, easy. what would you say if I asked you to marry and me? And so the first thing I ever remember saying to her, outside of something that might have been strictly that was business literally related, the first thing he ever said to me. Was, uh, what would you say if I asked you to marry me? And I thought this guy is, is like, not only rude, but he's nuts. And I told him so. I got really pissed off at him. I wanted to see what would happen. She freaked out. But those were literally the first words and so that he, uh, she I was ever uh, read from him. For three days or so, she would uh, she would just not even get close. And she had, I mean, her eyes got big. <laughs> like a deer caught in the I, uh, I can say some pretty outrageous things sometimes. I don't know if you've noticed, but uh, <laughs> I mean, well, that was one, that was a prime example there. So, but that's how it started. In between me. He, lived on only he gave me a chalkboard. Was that was the first thing uh, that he ever gave me, was, was my own chalkboard, so that I could do silence, side. which I did. That man, um, whose name was Byron, one day he is still silent to this a week, day. He never broke silence. and one so week a year for 14 years. The same time Ohm did, which and I used his chalkboard. Late 70s. My board was gorgeous. It was walnut. So the meditation uh, I inlaid some back was uh, coral in the back. It was one of my prized possessions for a long time. And I had, uh, I made a little slate. It, it fits and in the palm so of my hand. It was maybe like a so three by maybe, five card uh, or something. Three inches by five inches or something like that. And I had a little piece of chalk. Lovely Italian so slate that, on um, one side, solid wood on the other side. Whatever Sturdy. needed to be said could be and said. And you have a little chalk and chalk holder and a little and wiper. So I first did that, that in 78. Maybe off. one day a week every now and then. It was pretty erratic. And then in uh, 1980, I started doing extended periods. Oh, that's the other thing. See, you can say something that's completely matter of fact, but the, the reader is always going to put their inflection into it. He had this letter. We met on the road one day, and he had this pre-written letter in his pocket. And he handed me this letter. It said that he was on the threshold of taking his monk's vows and that he really wanted to have sex one more time. And he had chosen me to there's do a, this There's with. a couple of things that instantly happen as soon as you was start I observing silence. One, the first is you become twice as smart. You know, do it one more Because you think twice you before you say anything. Kind of thing. That is if you're if you're paying attention, you know.
I I thought and, you're uh, crazy. So there's a lot <laughs> of stuff so that crazy. I'm sorry this doesn't fall into my and you know job description here. Sit, so, you know, but after that time, that's, we that's somehow and then it continued does to be cause friends. A, uh, a detachment from the world. And so I think after about so nine when, months, uh, or maybe even a little longer, we actually decided we were going to do that, that we were going to have this ceremonial uh, offering. So up. Um, you don't get into that stuff like, if I'd have said, blah, 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 or I could have said, blah, 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 blah. So we did. I think blah, 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 we blah, practiced blah, for a while blah, blah, first. You just don't even. For the ceremony. <laughs> And then, then we you had really, the ceremony. Not only do you see through what you're beautiful. saying, I mean, it but really you also, also see through and, what uh, everybody else is saying. We did this offering thing. We went, had a little ceremonial dunk in the creek that was by the fast. It got very confusing, as a matter of fact. The confusion of sexual energy, attachment, celibacy, yoga, tantra, all that stuff. But this whole time, he is silent. Absolutely. You really see how almost all... Speech is, um, you know, self-motivated. It's usually like uh, how great I am or what I know or what you should be doing, we on these trips, we that kind of stuff. So and so if you have that focus, like the, the focus is to, to watch the self, then you see that stuff. Um, so we started taking trips together. It, it, everything can, we traveled really well together. And usually when we went so on these trips, we were both silent. So silence. one week a year, we'd go on a trip somewhere like the Southwest. And we'd take our chalkboards and we would be silent for the whole week. It, it, everything hinges on the, the intent. So that's the way it was with me with doing silence. I don't know. Although I'm this kind of person that's... Uh, I'm an extremist. I can do one extreme or the other extreme, but the middle road is really difficult. So... Om is the cosmic sound. It is the sound. That word is Om. And we're sitting on the lawn. It's his birthday. He has told me he's going to give me a birthday present, but hasn't told me what it is. Out of the blue, when I'm not looking at him, I hear the word Actually, lettuce. The first thing but it's I said to her was lettuce. 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 Like yeah, that. Was, and I don't know where it's coming from. It seems like it's coming from the other side of the fence or something. And so I look around. And then I, I look at him, and he says and, the word uh, lettuce. we're going to get married. And I thought, well, and shoot, then you know, we ought the to whole talk. Thing, I, I know exactly what's mind. going on. He's going to talk So on my birthday in 83, for I talked. his birthday. And his idea is that if we're going to get married, I should hear his voice at least for one day. So he's going to talk for one day only. And that was the first time I ever talked to him. So we had already known each other, you know, uh, and then we talked all that day. And he talked. And the then, man knows um, how to talk. Into the night. Although it was difficult for him that day to speak because well, my whole face he had just uh, and the bones and everything. Controlling his his voice vibrating volume. from the sound. And it was. Um, and then it was very weird because I would his head I would see something and I would like look behind me or something. It was difficult to hear where the sound was coming from. 
And it sounded like it was coming from behind me or something like that. The physical differences between being with him when he wasn't talking and being with him when um, he was talking were profound. But you, you notice um, what a... Um, we could walk and talk at the same huge time. Huge expenditure of energy talking, Which is something that we'd talking, never been yes. able to do before. To so we could walk down the street and talk like normal people. So we went swimming in the ocean, we swimming, which was and when we went to bed to that night, silent, he could talk to me in the dark. And I remember heard. trying to keep him up as long as I could because I enjoyed talking with him. You want me to go to sleep because you know then I was going to wake up quit talking. He talked very philosophically, and he had this delightful southern drawl that I'd never heard before, but I had heard about, which explained the lettuce thing. I do remember we went on this trip that was quite significant because we fought a lot on that trip. It's difficult and to fight with somebody yeah, that's silent. And, and when like when we would have fights, yeah, One his silence would make yes. me get louder than I ordinarily would. I used to do that on the phone for no. You know, the more silent he yes, is, the, the louder I get. So it wasn't particularly bringing out the best in me either. That click for yes or something. So. I got out of control and I grabbed his little chalkboard out of his hand and twisted it and it shattered. And he was terrified. I mean, I don't think anybody had ever um, displayed raw, violent tendencies. <laughs> I mean, I, I don't know. I mean, I hadn't done it either. That's why I'm saying it. It just brought out this this other side. So, so yeah, uh, I ripped up his chalkboard in my bare And then hands, sometimes people would be pissed so the and the, if they found out the wood that shattered. there was nothing wrong with you. And I mean, they'd, they'd be pissed. I scared myself. A day and I scared or two him, and he was or three. Totally I'm not sure. But I remember coming home to our apartment, walking by the window and looking in and seeing Ohm inside, and he had shaved. The handlebar mustache and the goatee were gone, and I knew that he would be talking, and that was when he broke his silence officially. in my mind that he will go back into it sometime in another phase of his life. But yeah, when I get older um, and the, uh, the worldly stuff is pretty much know. doesn't matter so much I anymore. Mean, who knows? Who's and uh, die first or whatever. But because I am not going to be a babbling old I'm person. I'm going to go silent again before and, I get to that uh, stage. I'm not going to do that. No, I'll, I'll definitely go into silence. I would imagine possibly my mid-60s. Um, I can't imagine it happening. But I also think that he deserves it on anything. some level because he did give it up something that was... He adored doing silence. That he adored. But I anticipate it because it was a great practice. And I loved it. It's great. It, it, for me, it was a wonderful I think and joyous sacrificing practice. And like my that. sense of humor is much greater when I'm to, silent. You know, maybe you do get another chance. Time when and, uh, it can be more it is now. for yourself. And you don't have to share it with another person. I have no idea. When you first start doing silence, in some ways what happens is the inner voices get louder as the outer voice is silenced. 
And so and there's that, the light in the eye, and there's a smile, and then there's a something start getting so loud that generates. I, I guess extremely prominent. I don't know. It's total speculation, but that, that energy that, that utter you're saving, silence right? that I'm talking well, about has to come body, from both worlds. So you're just, just beaming give up. at these people. And maybe that, and maybe so, that's uh, really that's louder than your silence. Go. When both worlds finally just shut up.